0: Okay, so let's learn. So we got some, uh, some copies, ex- a few extra copies of here, if anyone needs. All right, so we got a, a couple Sundays. We have a few Sundays until, until Purim, as is a baruch. So I figured it's a good opportunity, so uh, we'll make a little bit of hachanas for Purim, a little bit before Hushcheidah Adar. And so what we'll do is we'll go through some, some aspects of Purim in halacha, and like, like we always try to do, we understand the Rebbe is always communicating to us. He's telling us something. Every, every, uh, every piece of Torah is the Rabban Hashem talking to us. And that conversation always has multi-layers. There's a level of the communication, which is the nigla. And then from there, the hear the neshama of the Rabban Hashanah, speaking to our neshama. So that's what we're going to try to do for a few uh, opportunities to take some aspects of, Hanuk- of, of Purim, of am sorry, and in, 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 in nigla. And see what the avoyed is in it within Pneumus. Okay. So let's begin like this. We know that when it comes to Purim, there's a number of mitzvahs that we have on Purim, right? So you have the Suda, you have Shalchmanes, you have Matanas yainim, and you have Mikra Megillah, right? Those are the mitzvahs that you have on Purim. Now what's interesting is, is that three out of those four, the Suda, Shalchmanes, and Matanas yainim, are performed during the day of Purim, right? Mikra megillah is also by the day, but we do it twice. We do Mikra Megillah also at night. So Mikra Megillah is at night and then by the day. The other three are dafka by the day. So that's what we're going to be investigating today, this morning, <laughs> that Indian, that Mikra Megillah is unique, that it's night and then day as well. Okay, so let's go through the and halacha for a few minutes, and then we'll see the panemius of it as well. Okay, so it begins like this, in Maramukkah number one. There's a Gemara Megillah, dafdalad Amidalaf. Now again, bear in mind that the obligation of reading the Megillah is mentioned in the Megillah itself. Megillah says that these days, that the Yantavah Purim should be nizkarim Venasim. They should be remembered and they should be performed. Remembered, nizkarim Venasim, and performed. And the Gemara says that the tradition is that that, what that means is that the Pasik, the Megillah is telling us, the Nebuah of the Megillah is telling us that the Purim should be remembered. In other words, that you should read the Megillah. And by reading the Megillah, you should remember the story. That's the chiyav of reading the Megillah. And nasim, it should be performed. That's referring to the mitzvahs Maiseus, the physical mitzvahs that we do. Shalachmanes, Matanas of Yainim, the Suda. So the Pesach is telling us that the mitzvahs of Purim involve Mikra Megillah, that's Nezgarim, the nasim and physical mitzvahs. Okay. But the Megillah doesn't tell us that there's something different, that the Mikra Megillah is done twice. It doesn't say like that. It just says the, the khiv of Mikra Megillah plus the other, the other, um, the other mitzvahs. But the, the source of Mikra Megillah being twice is the Gemara and Megillah. So in number 1, the Gemara says like this. Rabbi Yishoban Levi taught, A person is obligated to read the Megillah at night, and to repeat it by the day. That's what Rabbi Levi said. That attack of Mikra Megillah is unique. It should be read at night and repeated over again by Purim day. Shem so what's the pasuk, what's the source of this? It's interesting, it's not a pasuk in the Megillah, it's a pasuk in Tillim. Elakai, Davon says, Rabbi Neshloilam, ekra I call out to you by the day, v'lai v'lai and at night I'm also not silent. So Davon says, I call to you by the day, and, I call, and, and I'm not silent by the night, I call to you at night as well. And Rabbi Levi, interestingly, says that that pasuk is a reference to Megillah, even though we think of Megillah as, as, as learning, it's a story that you're reading from Tanakh, but the pastor can tell him that Rabbi Shubbun Levi associates it associates with his pastor about tefillah. But he says, I call out to you by the day. That's talking about reading the Megillah by the day. And even at night, I'm not silent. That's referring to reading the Megillah at night. That's Rabbi Levi. Okay. Sovr minah. Now the Gemara goes on interesting. me minah. The tamidim. The v'nei When they heard this statement from Rabbi Shubbun Levi. They, they, they made a mistake in interpretation. They thought. Again, the words of Rabbi Levi were. That a person. Chaivah adim is a Megillah belayla. You have to read the Megillah belayla at night. Now the word shanoisa. What does that word mean? So I translated it, it means to repeat because that's how the Gemara eventually interprets it. But but the Bnei HaYeshiva thought that what Rabbi Shubbun Levi meant is to read the Megillah at night. Could also come from Shina, which means learning. So they thought maybe it means that read the Megillah at night and learn Maseches Megillah by the day, learn the Mishnayos of Megillah by the day. That's what they thought. Um, or, or but Rav I guess, was in the yeshiva, and he told the, the B'nai Yeshiva that no, no, that's not what it means. That I heard the proper interpretation from Rabbi Chibar Abba, who I guess had this tradition from Rabbi Shubhan Levi, that the word Lashanaisa, that Rabbi Shubhan Levi said, he didn't mean like Mishnah, doesn't, not from the word Mishnah, but rather it means, that, that, like the same word Mishnah can mean learning like Mishnais, and it also mean to repeat. It meant to repeat it that you say it at night and you repeat it by the day. Because like how people say ever I, parsha is naya. I'm going to learn the parsha. I'm going to chazar over to repeat it over. That's what it means. That's the gemara. That's Rishabalevi that a person has to read the Megillah at night and repeat it by the day. Now, Bezer Shemsum, we're going to get back to this this confusion that the Bnei HaYishevah thought that he meant to to read it at night and to learn the Mishnayos by the day. We'll get into the later, but that's the that's Levi. Okay. Comes Rabbeinatom. And this is a, a sheet of Rabbeinatom that's quoted by many, many Rishonim. Taisus quotes it, the Rush and the Rit from the Raya. All the Rishonim and Megillah quote this Rabbeinatom. So in Mar-Mukha number two, it's, I'll quote it, you know, the, how the Rush brings it down. But this is a Rabbeinatom that, many, like I said, many Rishonim quote. And he's talking about this halacha of reading the Megillah twice. So it's a Rush, again, in, in, the, in the first paragraph of Megillah, Simon Vav. Rabbeinatom used to say, that afal pisha beruch zman So let me give you a little bit of background. You, we have mitzvahs that are repeated throughout a, throughout a, a yontif, right? So, for example, uh, on Sukkis, you sit in the Sukkah throughout Sukkis, right? Chanukah, you light the candles throughout Chanukah. So we have this concept of doing a mitzvah multiple times throughout a, throughout a yontif. Now, generally speaking, the first time you do a mitzvah, you know, a yearly mitzvah and so on, besides the regular brach of Asher Kideshanu, whatever the mitzvah is, you make a shechianu, right? That's that's what you do. Now, but usually when you have a mitzvah that's repeated a number of times in a span of a few days, like on Sukkot or Hanukkah, whatever, so you make a Shekhinu the first time, and then you don't have to make a Shekhinu anymore, so the first night that you sit in the Sukkah, you make a Shekhinu. You don't make a Shekhinu during Chalamoy when you sit in the Sukkah. The first time you light Hanukkah candles, the first night, you make a Shekhinu. Even if you're going to make two the next night and three the next night, Mm -hmm. you make a Shekhinu already on on Hadlakas near Hanukkah. So the Rebbeinah is dealing with the following thing. So we read the Megillah at night, and then you're going to repeat it by the day. So the first time you read the Megillah, you're going to make a shachianu. You haven't read the Megillah in a year, for sure. But should you make a shachianu tomorrow or more, you know, the next morning of Purim. I don't know. We, well, by, by, by Sukkot you don't make a shachianu after the first time you sit in the sukkah. Khanak you don't make a shachianu after the first time you light the candles. So Lachari you make the shachianu by the mikra Megillah at night, and then you're just you're doing the mitzvah again the next day, which is you make a bracha for it, but not a shachianu. Rabbeinu Tamzal, Tamzal, said, not like that, even though you make a Shek at night when you read the Megillah, because it's the first time you're reading Megillah in a year, said Rabbeinu Tam, this is different, it's not like Sukkah, it's not like Hanukkah, you have to make a shachyanu know, again the next day. Why? I, you did this mitzvah last night, you just, you're, you're repeating it, you're doing it again, so every time you do a mitzvah again and again and again, you don't make a Shek Said Tam, no, the Kriyasa Yaisim because even though it seems, it, you know, you're, you're repeating it, right? It doesn't feel like it's anything new. Said Rabbeinu Tam, the Iker Mitzvah of Mikra is primarily by the day. The secondary reading is really the first reading of at night. So Rabbeinu Tam is telling us that this is not the same, like by Sukkot, for example. You send the Sukkah the first night. That's, uh, that's a mitzvah. And then you just repeat it throughout the days of Sukkot. They're at least equal to each other. They're not they're, the following, you know, the, the second day of Sukkot is not more chashiv than the first. Says Rabbi Tam, not so when it comes to this halach of reading the Megillah. Reading the Megillah, Chazal uh, made in such a way that the primary reading is by the day and the secondary reading is by night. Even though you would think, it would be the, you know, we'll, we'll see about that. But the primary reading is by day. Therefore, says Rabbi Natam, even though you made a Shekhyonah at night, you still make another Shekhyonah by the day. Why? Because by the day, it's, an under, it's, an, it's, it's, it's a higher level of, of reading. The Ikkermitz Mitz is really by the day. And therefore, the Shekhyonah that you made at night doesn't work for the... It, 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 that was being said for the secondary mitzvah. The primary mitzvah still is something new, and a chiddish, and you need to make a shah on that. Now Rabbi Tam goes to bring us a few proofs that this is true, that the reading by the day is the primary reading. And he gives a few raya's. We'll break it down. The hochhi, first of all, he says, the Hachimash Malish the the pasuk that Rabbi Yeshub Levi used as a proof that uh, you have to repeat, that you have to read the McGill twice, that Pasuk in Telem, in fact, indicates that the main reading is by the day. Because what was the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, Hashem, I call out to you by the day. And even at night, I'm not going to be silent. Right? So in that Pasuk, the Pasuk is, is, you know, gives off the, the, the impression that the main calling of Dov of is by the day. I call to you by the day. That's the main thing. Okay. And I'm also not going to be quiet at night. So i also call out to you at night. So it sounds like the main calling out is by the day. So Rabbi Shimon Levi is using that Pasuk as the source of reading the Megillah twice. So that tells you that just like in the Pasuk, calling out by the day was the main <coughs> point of Dov Melch in that sentence. So so it is with reading the Megillah. First of all, that's how the Pasuk sounds. Ekra that Dov That Melch said, I'm calling out to you by the day. That's the main calling out. So even though I called out to you last night. Uh, the Icar calling out is by the day. So that's the first proof that the Pasuk or Mishra Levi quotes indicates this. Av Second, Persumenisa Second of all, we know the Gemara tells us in a few places in Mesechis Megillah that part of the Indian of reading the Megillah is Persumenisa, is to publicize the Nays. You know, the Gemara says the halach is that if there's anywhere that there's a larger Megillah reading, then you should go to a larger place. That part of the halach is Persumenisa. And says, and says Rabbi Tam, the main Persumenisa is going to be by the day. Most people are around, they're about. Persumenisa is going to be more by the day that's when all the other of persumenis are taking place. That's when people like, Purim, you know, the day, the day of Purim is more, uh, you know, Purim dick than the night. So, therefore, the same thing with Rik that sh- the Icar is going to be by the day, because again, it's, the persumenis is more by the day than it is by night. That's proof number two. Proof number three, says Rabbeinu "Utnan lakamon. There's a Mishnah later on in of Megil, the Mishnah is going through different mitzvahs, that are day mitzvahs and mitzvahs that are night mitzvahs. And the way the Mishnah sort of sets it up is that, you know, these following mitzvahs are day mitzvahs. These following mitzvahs are night mitzvahs. Day mitzvahs you have the whole day. Night mitzvahs you have the whole night. So the Mishnah says like this. It, one of the things that it lists is the mitzvah of reading the Megillah. And guess which category it puts it in. So the Mishnah says, Kol Hayyom, Kasher Elikris, <laughs> is HaMegillah. The mitzvah of reading the Megillah, the Mishnah lists as one of the day mitzvahs. One of the day mitzvahs. <laughs> but says Rabbi, Tam, interestingly enough, the Mishnah does not mention, does not have any reference of reading the Megillah at night. So, wh- why not? Rabbi Shumalevi said we repeat the Megillah twice, so why would the Mishnah not call it a day mitzvah and a night mitzvah, the answer is, because the main reading is by the day. So the Mishnah is talking about the main mitzvah of reading the Megillah, and the main mitzvah of reading the Megillah is a day mitzvah. And that's why the Mishnah only, only records it on the list of day mitzvahs. Because the main reading is not at night, the main reading is by the day. Final, final raya, and another proof is from the actual source in Megillah Esther of reading the Megillah. I mentioned in the beginning, what does the Pasuk say in Megillah as a source of the whole concept of reading the Megillah? Mizkarim v'nasem, right? It says that the Purim should be remembered, in other words, you should read the Megillah on Purim, and it should be performed, and you should do Matanis al mishalachmanis, and so on. The iskish it means that the Pasuk is connecting those two things, that you have a mitzvah of reading the Megillah, and you have a mitzvah of performing the mitzvahs of Purim. And so Hakish means these two things are connected to each other, which means that Ma ikra just like the mitzvahs that we do, the the nasim of Purim, shachman, and the suda are by the day. again so to read the Megillahs by the day. So even though we read at night but uh, but it means that the main the the primary reading is, is gonna be by the day. So that's the shead of Tam. And again, and because of this says Rabinatam, so if you made a Shahyano at night, which is appropriate because you haven't read the Megillah in a whole year, but you still have to make a Shahyano the next day because the next day is the main reading. This is the main reading. So you made a Shahyano at night for a new mitzvah, but that mitzvah was a secondary reading. When you get to the morning, this is a primary reading which you haven't had in a year. So you have to make another Shahyano. That's Rabinatam. Now interesting, just one other Raya. That the Rishonim bring down to prove this point. In Marmaka number three, so this is from the Sefer Arzurua. The Arzurua was also one of the Ashkenazi Rishonim in Germany, one of the later Rishonim, And he quotes this Rabbeinatam with all the proofs that we saw. So, again, like we said, Rabbeinatam has a bunch of proofs. But the Arzurua brings down another interesting proof as well. So, the Arzurua, this is in Shin uh, Samachtes, in, uh, in Arzurua. The Arzurua brings down a proof to Rabbeinatam's opinion, again, that the main reading is by the day. from uh, uh, Yushalmi. Demasic, the Yushalmi, Now this is this following halacha that's recorded in the Talmud Yushalmi is not recorded in Talmud Bavli, so we don't hold like this. But but you know but the, but the fact that the Yushalmi says this tells us something. So says the Yushalmi like this. An interesting halacha. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak Boy, Rav Nachman suggested the following halacha. Ger Shemol acher Mizra. Let's say you have a situation of a person that's converting to become a yid, and his gerus is on so he goes to he has a bris he goes to the mikveh on Purim day. So the question is, so he you know so he becomes a yid mamish on Purim. So is he now obligated to read the Megillah you know in the remainder time of the day? Because now he, obviously before he was megayer, he's not he's not Jewish. He's not obligated in in, in Purim. But now he's a yid. So now uh, maybe he's obligated in Purim. So said Rav Bar Yitzchak Ger Shamol Acher Sheher Mizrach, If this person was megayer already into Purim day. Nifter, he's not obligated in any of the mitzvahs of Purim. Why? Said Reb because it's an interesting way of thinking about it, Reb says, like, there's a certain moment when all the chivim of Purim, like, come. And that's the, that's the moment to, to receive it. And if you pass by that moment and you weren't able to receive those, those mitzvahs, then they don't come to you later. The moment when all the mitzvahs of Purim come to you, says Reb Yitzchak, and the Yishalmi is right in the morning of Purim, like sunrise of Purim. That's when all the mitzvahs come. So if at that moment you're a Yid, but if, uh, if, if, ready right at that moment, you weren't uh, the person wasn't Jewish, and he'll become Jewish ten minutes later, that, that window of opportunity was gone, and then the, 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 you know, he's left out, he doesn't have the mitzvah of Purim. That's the Rishalmi. Ger <laughs> Shemol Achr Sheherim the guy became a ger after the after sunrise, uh, Purim morning, nifter. then he's putter from all the mitzvahs of Purim. So says the Arzurua, one second, if the main, if the mitzvah of, re, of reading is ready from the, from, the, from, the, from the night before, then why is the moment when all the shefa of Purim comes, the sunrise? I would think this, the moment when all the shefa of Purim comes is nightfall, perm night, because that's when the Mitzvah of Purim begin. The Mitzvah of Purim begin by reading the Megillah, Purim night. So why is Rav Nachman Yitzchak saying that the moment when all Purim comes is really Purim morning, and then sort of like, you know, and, and that's the moment of opportunity. Says, says the Arzeruah, well, you see from there, that the Rashami is coming from the same way of thinking as Rabbeinu Tam, which is that even though you read the Megillah at night, that's, uh, that's a secondary reading. It's not the primary reading. The primary reading is by the day, and, and the primary chiv of, 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 of and all the chivim of Purim are really coming from that moment in the morning. Yeah, since that moment in the morning is going to come so you already sort of uh, read a Megillah you know preemptively secondarily the night before but the main moment when all the chef of perm comes is really in the morning and that's Rabbeinu Tam's point that the main Kriya the main reading is the morning and that's the final Raya of Rabbinatam. okay so that's the sheet of Rabbeinu Tam. but again the main reading of, of Mikra Megillah despite the fact that we read it at night the main reading is by the day okay but now we have to understand okay what, what does that mean exactly like primary secondary like what does that mean so the Achrayim come and give a very, uh, you know, a, a little bit more of a of definitive explanation of what this Rabbeinu Tam means. A primary reading by the day and a secondary reading at night. What exactly does that mean? So in Marmolka number four, you have from the night of Yehuda, the great place of the night of Yehuda. So this is in Eschuvus, in Madura Kama or Chaim Mem Aleph. The night of Yehuda says the following Geder to understand Rabbeinu Shita. We know. Let me give a little bit of a, of a background. We know that in Torah there's two two types of mitzvahs, two types of obligations we have. We have derisa, you have biblical obligations, and then you have derabbanan, you have rabbinic obligations. So it's interesting. Purim is is it, 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 Purim is what? Purim is not midrabbanan. Purim is not midrabbanan. Midrabbanan means mitzvahs that are not from Tanakh, right? They're post Tanakh, uh, Purim is in Tanakh. McGill Sester. I said, like Nisqarbanaisim, all the mitzvahs of Purim are recorded in Megill Sester. Megill Sester was written with Nevuah. It's written with Ruch HaKadosh. So, Mikra, Megillah and the mitzvahs of Purim are not Midarbana. You can't call them Midaraisa per se because it's not Chumish. But what's called, it's classified as Divir Kabbalah. That's what it's called. Diver Kabbalah means that it's a Dvar Hashem. It's certainly coming from the Rabbanish It's Navua, It's Ruch It's from Tanakh. It's not. It wasn't necessarily said explicitly by Moshe Rabbeinu, his level of nevuah, but it's it's coming from Nevim. It's coming from Nevim. It's coming from the Dvar Hashem. This is why, by the way, the Gemara of Megillah has a whole story that when Mordechai and Esther wanted to establish the Yontif of Purim and make Megillah Sester and really, uh, you know, make make a whole thing of it, so they asked the Sanhedrin permission, you need permission the Sanhedrin, and the Gemara says the whole mindset that the Sanhedrin would not give them permission to do this until they found a hint in Chumash to the concept of Purim and all the mitzvahs of Purim. And, so, and the Ahrenim says, well, what's the big deal? I mean, you have Medrabanans, you have Muks, you have Shabbos, camp. All, why, why all of a sudden Chazal are not going to, uh, to uh, make uh, you know, the mitzvah of Chanukah unless you find a hint in, in Chumash? Why, why over here do you need a hint in Chumash? Well, this, the, the answer is, is because Mordechai and Esther were not asking to make a darbanan they were asking to establish Medivah Kabbalah, that there should be an obligation on the Jewish people to keep Purim because of nevuah. Well, uh, nevuah already has to go back to Meishah Rabbeinu's nevuah, And so once the Sanhedrin found a hint in Chumash to the musig of remembering Amalek and commemorating the event that that we have in in conquering Amalek, okay, fine. So we already have a root in Tyrus Meishah, in Nevuah's Meishah, to such a thing. So that's what's going on. So Megillah is... You know, according to many acronym, you'll even find that they'll even refer to her as the Risa because it's it's Nebuah. it's nevuah, and so too again, reading the Megillah is going to be nevuah. Comes the night of Yudan, says, but this is the difference between the reading the Megillah by the day and reading the Megillah at night. Reading the Megillah by the day that is obligated because of Megillah Sester, Neskar Ben Asim, and that is Medivir kabal. That's because of nevuah. Reading the Megillah at night that was an invention midravonim. That was an invention of the So it's not just primary, secondary. It's fundamentally different. Reading the Megillah by the day, that's Medivri Nevuah. That's almost, that's like a daraisa concept from the Neveim. Masha'enki and reading the Megillah at night, that was a Darabonin that was established not Mitzah Nevuah, but just as a Darabonin. More than that, we'll see it inside together. There are some Achorinim that suggest that not only are they fundamentally different, that by the day is, 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 is like daraisa, and by the nighttime it's Medrabonin, but it actually historically took place at different times. There are Akharin that suggest that by the time of Megillah, by the time of Purim, that was that was when the the Kriya by the day was established from Navua. Only by the times of Rabbi Yishev and Levi, which we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of years later, did Chazal come up with this idea of enacting midrabbonon to read Mikra Megillah at night as well. And that's why some say, like, why don't? Why is there no recor- recording in all of in all of Bryce's? and all of Bryce's? There's no such hint that there's such a thing as reading Megillah at night. The first place that we have anywhere in Chazal such an Indian of reading Megillah at night is Rabbi Yishev and Levi. If anything, in Mishnahis, it sounds like there is no reading at night, because that Mishnah that Rabbeinu Tam brought as a proof, that Mishnah that lists mitzvahs by the day and mitzvahs at night, it only mentions Megillah by the day. And in fact, there's, there's, there's a tesefta which is a Brisa, mm-hmm. and the Brisa says, a language, that if you read Megillah at night, you're not Yaitzai. You're, you're, you're supposed to read Megillah no, you're not, you're at night. You're reading at night. Obviously, you're not reading by the day. What is the the, the, the Brisa says, you're not Yaitzai if you read the Megillah at night. So some Rakharim suggests, yeah, by the time of Mishnayas, and by the time of Brise's, there was no such concept. This was a later decree, Midrabanan, by the time of and Levi. So even, listen, you could debate that point, whether historically it came later, but the concept is this idea that that, that fundamentally they are different. The reading by the day is Midir nevuah, and the reading by the night is Midrabanan. Take a look at Maramakah number four. Yeah? Have and, and so it's because the tzuma shilyan, the yantif of porn, no, that's midraban. So says the the see. That's the lumbisha and the Kudah. But the mitzvah is fundamentally different. There's a Drabonah and mitzvah by the night that requires a shachyanu and by the next morning, now you're doing a new, a new mitzvah. It looks the same. It's the same word, same truck, you know what I mean? But it's a different mitzvah. It's now it's Medivir Nevu, and then needs a new Shechiyana. Take a look at Marmok number four. This is the night of Yehuda again. Mm-hmm. It seems to me, says the night of Yehuda, the of Samagil of Delilah, reading the megillah at night, Lav, Mitzvah Saseh, Medivir Kabbalah. But it's not from nevu. It's not from megill Sester. That's not the same that's not coming from the same place as Shah Kmanas Matana Savyanim, Rakriya That's only reading by the day is Midirvi Navu. That's that's the Daraisa the quasi derisa thing. The Megillah Yomnis Karam Venasim that's by the Megillah Megill Saster, it's talking about everything is by the day. The is by the day, read the Megillah is all by the day. Where's this idea of reading Megillah at night? That's Madra Maybe even hundreds of years later was enacted. Maybe yes, maybe not. But, it's, but it's fundamentally, it's a different type of idea. Marmachah number five, this is the night of Yehuda. says this. The Shagasari as well. The Shagasari wrote a sefer. He's, he's known as the, the Shagasari, but he wrote, he wrote a sefer called Turei Evan on Masechus Megillah. So over there in Masechus Megillah, Dafdalat, Amadalaf, he makes the same observation. Again, he's quoting Rabin Tam. That primary reading is by the day. Secondary reading is the night. The, the, the Shagasari gives, gives the same uh, explanation of the night of Yehudah, nearly, it seems to me. The high Kriya Delilah, the reading of night, ain't all Midrabanan? It's only fundamentally Midrabanan. They ain't an it's not coming from Ruch HaKaidish, from Navu, It's not coming from that place like the rest of Purim. It's not coming from Gil Sester. It's a takana Midrabanan. Okay. So that's Rabbeinu Tam, and that's the explanation of Rabbeinatam. Okay. Two problems. Problem number one. Problem number one is really in just the very, the, 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 et, the etzim shita, the very idea of Rebbeinah Tam is problematic from the Gemara that we saw in the beginning. If you remember, what was the, the Gemara? The Gemara said, Yishuv Levi came and said, persons person is obligated to read the Megillah at night. And the Gemara said, well, the Bnei yeshiva thought, what does that mean? Lushna, it means they read the Megillah at night and learn Mishnais mesachis Megillah by the day. Comes, uh, who was it? Comes Rebbe Yirmiya said, no, it's not what he meant. He meant read the Megillah at night and repeat it by the day. One second. If, if if the main reading if from the from the obligation of the sester is by the day, then how could the Bnei Hayeshiva think that Rabishubh Levi is is undoing the reading of Megillah by the day and saying the only time to read the Megillah at night what do you do by the day learn some Mishnahis. What's going on over here? Especially if you go according to those Akharin that there was a span of hundreds of years, right? That the original Takana was reading the Megillah by the day. And maybe hundreds of years later, we're going to institute reading the Megillah at night. So, not only are, so, so, and the B'nai Yeshiva, what's their havam, I mean, they're thinking that comes Rabbi and Levi, not only am I adding a Durabanon, what, to read the Megillah at night, I'm going to replace the Duraisa with that. I'm going to say, instead of reading the Megillah at day, which is because of Megill Sester, that's from the Vua, I'm going to say only at night. What should I do by day? Now you have a good 45 minute break. You know, you know your schedule is now open 45 minutes. Learn some Mishnahis. What's the so you need Rabbi Yerim that. That's not what he meant. What he meant is, Avada, keep the Mikra Megillah by the day, because that's the primary reading. He just means to add a reading at night. What's the Havamina? The Rabbi Shubman Levi is going to come and undermine the real Mikra Megillah, which is by the day? Doesn't make any sense. If you tell me the main thing is at night... Okay, then I could hear. Then Rabbi Shuban Levi saying, listen, you did the main thing at night, don't worry about the day. But if the main thing is by the day, what's the B'nai Yeshiva thinking that Rabbi Shuban Levi means don't do the day one, only do the night one? And you need Rabbi Yirmey to explain that's not what he meant? It's a bell. Also, this shenai shenai sounds like his like a Right, the language is also, to repeat it. Even, even when Rabbi Yirmey explains, it's, it's repeating. It's a bell. So the Rosh himself is bothered by this, and he doesn't, he doesn't give, a, I mean, he, he gives an answer, but you, you know, you'll see for yourself. It's uh, Rabbi the Russian Maramokah number six. So the Rush says after he quotes Rabbi with all the Rayas Rabbi has, he says like this: Even though the bnei HaYeshiva, yeshiva, after hearing this, Rabbi Yishev Levi, right? They their their thought process was that what does Rabbi Yishev and Levi mean? He means debi mama to read the Megillah at night and only to learn mishnayis Megillah by the day. So the question is, how if Rabbi is saying? that Rabbi Shuban Levi is agreeing that the main reading is by the day. He's just revealing to us that there's a reading at night. So what's the havamina That the only thing to do is the Rabana and to forget about the Dereisa? <laughs> so what were the Bnei HaYeshiva thinking? Says, Rabbi, says the Rosh, <laughs> Okay, listen, that's a havamina. The Moscon is not like that. <laughs> the Maskan is not like that. So in other words, what he's saying is, you're right, the Bnei HaYeshiva completely missed the boat. They did not hap at all, this entire Indian. They did not hap at all. And when Rabbi Yirmiya said, <laughs> no, 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 it's not what Yashuban Levi means, Rabbi Yermi was explaining to them that you, you missed the entire Indian. Like, you were thinking completely mm-hmm. backwards. You weren't just making a mistake about what Rabbi Levi meant. You, you made a fundamental mistake in what Mikra Megillah is about. Like, you were thinking that Mikra Megillah by the night is primary. You, you're completely wrong. Mikra Megillah by the day is primary. Obviously, that's a doichik. Obviously, that's a doichik. So, again, this is a major problem with Rabbi Natan. But again, Rabbi Natam has like, like five rias. We is like a bunch of rayas to him. And this is a shita, by the way, that's accepted by by most of the Rishina that, that that the primary readings by the day. The reading by the day is because of Navua. Reading by night is only medarbanan. And because of that, the Shachyanu at night has to be repeated by the day because that's the main reading at night. But the problem is you have this gumar it's Takapella. What the B'nai Ayeshiv were thinking that that they had a thought that, that you don't have to do by the day. You only do by night. So how, how could we be replacing the the reading of nevuah with the reading Midrabonak, you replace that It doesn't work. Okay, that's that's a problem. Because we go by night, the day starts at night. So since the day starts at night, it's an aga. In other words, the mitzvah is really beyond, right. But since the day starts at night, so I want you to start the mitzvah at night. Also. So you. You're touching on something. You're touching on something, yeah. which I think we're going to get there. The problem is, again, we're not. We're not. What's interesting is, is that we're not like the B'nai HaYeshiva, We're not trying to suggest also and also do Shalach at night okay. and also t- okay. t- do at night, oh, at night. The so right. So Megillah is the main thing. Yeah, yeah, and it starts by the night. It starts at night. Okay, so so have to, we'll have to explain so it. We'll have to. Yeah. Right. But we're going to have to polish it. We're going to polish the, the idea. We're going to see. But it's, a, it's coming from somewhere. No, it's a good thought. It's a good thought. That's problem number one. Okay, problem number two is the opinion of the Rambam. Okay? The Rambam in Marmokka number seven disagrees with Rebbeinatam. Disagrees with Rebbeinatam. And the Rambam writes that no, you make a Shachinu at night, you do not have to make a on by the day. The Rambam says it's like, it's like sukkahs. It's like Hanukkah. You the first thing in mitzvah. You don't have to do it anymore. Finished. The Ramam writes is like this. And now, that's not a problem so far, but you'll see in a second. Ramaka number seven. Again, the Ramam, this is towards the beginning of Hilchas Megillah. The Rambam says, Mitzvah lekreis Right? So, so far, things that we know they're familiar with. You have to read the Megillah at night, and you have to read the Megillah by the day. The reading at night, you could do all night. The reading by the day, you could do all day. It's fine. Umma varach Kaidim Kurasabalaibah now says the Ramah. And before you read the Megillah at night, you have to make three brachas. Right? brachas. Say you have to make three brachas. Bracha number one, brachatah sham alakenum al-Khailam, Ashekit Shannabimit Sasu Sivanu Al Mikri Megillah. Okay? Bracha number two, Brahata Hashem alakinam al Khailam Shah Sanisum Lavisainu Bayom Maheim Uzmanhazah. That's brachin number two. And bracha number three, brachatah sham al-Khulam Shahyon of the Kiman of the Gian Those are the three brachas by the night. But by the day, you don't have to repeat Shachiano. So it's not it's, it's not like Ravin Tam. He's disagreeing with Ravin Tam. the Rambam is allowed to do it. Fine. The problem is is that the Vilna Gaon, you don't have this in, record in front of you, but the Vilna Gaon Arach says that the Rambam still agrees to the fundamental principle of Ravin Tam. Because Ravin Tam if, you, if you, they had a bunch of riyas to him, and so the, the Vilna Gayan does not want to say that the Rambam just disagrees with the fundamental point of Rabbeinu Tam. Says the Vilna Gayan, no, no, The Rambam agrees to the fundamental point of Rabbinatam, which is that the main reading is by the day and like the night of the and the Shagasari said not just the main reading it's that that's Midivri nevuah. that's that's command the reading at night that's midrabanan so the, the and that's why again that's rubin tam's all the raya is that's the puskin film it sounds like that this karve and the mishnah only talks about reading the Gilad day all these Rai's that's and the rushalmi that, that's that's rubin tam is true the ramam is just disagreeing with the with the point that rubin came up with because of that rubin said well if that's true then the Shekhyon at night is not going to help you for the, the Mikra Megillah by the day because it's a fundamentally different different Indian. It's a Dereis, of the and you just made a Shekhyon on a, a Dara And that, the Raman disagrees. that, the Rambam disagrees. The Raman says, no, 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 you're right, that by the day is an Andra Madriga, uh, it's a whole different Indian. But the Ma'isa, the Shekhyon at night, works for the day as well. That's the sheet of the Rama. The problem is, why? I mean, Rabbeinu Tom seems to make a lot of sense. It, I understand it's the same words. It's the same Megillah, using the same Megillah by the day as you used by the night, it's the same people, you clap homin, I get it. But it's a different mitzvah, it's a different Indian. The last night was Banan. maybe hundreds of years later, after Purim, and by the day is because of uh, nevuah. So <laughs> Rabinatan so so how so what's that? If you agree with that point, then it, then the, the, the logical next step would be like Rabinatam, that the Shahino you know, night does not work for the Shahinoid day, it's a different Indian. So what's this, the thing that the guy is saying? That the Raman agrees to the rabbinotan that fundamentally it's the a right. The, the day is a different Indian but still the Shekhyonu of night works for the Shekhyonu by the day. It, it will be, again, even though the words are the same, it will be like a person uh, that, 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 uh, I don't know, a person's making a, uh, 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 doing one, doing, you know, he's lighting Hanukkah candles at night, right? So it's the first night he makes a Shekhyonu and the next day he's wearing a new suit. So, I made a Shekhinah last night and made a little work. It's a different Indian. It's a whole different Indian. What is one to the other? I made a Shekhinah, you make a Shekhinah the night of Hanukkah, and the next day you're going to do uh, Petr Hamar. You know, it's a different mitzvah. So I understand. So the Megil of day and night looks the same. It's a different mitzvah. One's Rebunah, one's Raisa? one's Nebuah. So what's, what's the Ramah talking about? If you want to, listen, if you want to say that the Raman disagrees with the whole point of Rabbeinu Tam, that it's one mitzvah repeated twice. Okay, fine. Then I get it. But once the Vilna Gaon says that the Ram agrees to the fundamental point of Ravina Tam, then why not take it to the next? Well, then, 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 the, then the thing with Shechianu, Ravina Tam seems to be correct. The Yeah, I understand. I understand. Says like the Gaon. There are Chayim that say okay. not like the Gaon. That the Ram is disagreeing with the fundamental point of Ravina The Gaon. The Gaon is not like that. Huh. No, I understand. I understand. But, uh, again, you, you could always. You, uh, that's what the Goyen will say. The Ram is just saying practically. I mean, practically, on the Durabana level. Yeah, okay, that's back and forth. I'm just saying in the Vilna Gaon, though, you have this problem. So that's what. So Halacha Lamaisa, because practically there is a machalikas between Urbein Tam and the Rambam. Mm-hmm. La whether you have to make a shechayano by the Megillah of the day. So what's the halacha? So we make the shechayano. But we have in mind that it should also be for the other mitzvahs, right? To, to be machmer, because according to the Rambam, you shouldn't make a Yonu now. So, to, so really, we, we primarily hold our kabinetan, but in order to hedge our bets, to make sure even the Rambam is okay with it, so we make a shechivano. We have in mind that it's really for the Sudan and, and shachmanis which is a little bit difficult because you're not going to do the and shachmanis for a bunch of hours. So it's uh, you know, but it's it's one of those things we're just trying to sort of uh, work with the Rambam as well. So the Rambam would make a on shachmanis and, and also. So, so that's also a good point, right? So again, uh, right, really, we're we're with the That's the point. Really, we're, we're just trying. No, that's a good point. We're just trying to. No, so he doesn't say that's the point. So it's like again, we're, we're again. That's what we're primarily holding the We're uh, we're trying to alleviate some of the pressure. So we we you know make a we have in mind for a shechian, even though it's a, it's definitely a daichik, but that's uh, that's the minute. We do that sometimes, you know. If such a thing, a person makes a brach what do we do? Baruch Hashem, right? It's from the Yishami. Yishami says to do that. It's, uh, it doesn't really fix it. It's not like you go around saying uh, Baruch and with Baruch Hashem. So uh, there are certain things we do just to alleviate the pressure. So that's the same thing over here. Okay, fine. Th- this, is, this is the problem. So again, just the Chazer over. We have two fundamental problems over here. Again, in this sheet of Rabbeinu Tam, which we'll assume right now that it's a, it's, everyone agrees to, but there's two fundamental problems. First of all, if it's true that the primary reading by, is by the day, and that's the Nevoah reading, and Midrach is by the night, so what were the V'nei Hayishiva thinking that uh, all you have to do is the night one and don't worry about the day, and just learn Mishnahis by the day. I can have such a havamina. number one. And number two, if this is true, that the primary reading is by the day, then why would the Rambam say that the She'ach Yonah at night takes care of the day, you don't have to repeat She'ach Yonah by the day. It's a, doof, it's a new mitzvah, it's a primary mitzvah. Okay, so it's like this. Let's switch gears a little bit. So we know that, uh, what's the theme of Purim? right? everyone... Uh, he has an inu of making themes on Purim. So what's the theme of Purim? The theme of Purim is, Right? From death to life. right? That was what was being threatened by Haman, is our very existence. Very existence. And so, Baruch Hashem, comes in the of Purim, and we live. In other words, there are two, there are two, there are, there are, there are two stratas, there are two dimensions in which, in which we operate. There are the things that we do. There are the activities that we undertake, the movements of our lives, the, impre- you know, the, 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 the things that we, that we do, right? The, the proof that we're here. You know, like, uh, if a guy is building a building, so he builds a building. Oh, we have Raya that there's such a person as a contractor because there's a building here. There's a certain level of things that you do. But then there's Be'etzim, who you are other no, there's there's atzmius, there's the essence of a person, and then there's your activities in life, there's what you do. This Indian that Haman has a problem with us. What's what's Haman's issue? What's Haman's issue? Haman again. That's what that's what makes Purim and what makes a Molek unique is that a Molek doesn't just have a problem with things that Jewish people do. Haman doesn't just have a problem. Molik doesn't just have a problem with with uh, with you know with their being with there being uh, you know, uh, an imprint of the Jewish people on the world. That's, that's not his primary issue. Amalek and Haman's primary issue is the very, the very life of the Jewish people. The Bitsiyas, the essential existence of the Jewish people. And we celebrate Purim. We celebrate Purim. Our victory over Haman means to celebrate not the things that we do, but the very existence of who we are. This is why, you know, it's interesting, when it comes to Purim, there's a mitzvah Adol yada to drink. Right? What's drinking? Drinking, like, the, drinking, like, takes away, it, 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 it erases the significance of what you do. Right? Guy's drunk, doesn't know what he's doing. So, you, you can't hold it against him. The, the next day, uh, you know, you can't hold it against what the guy did the, the previous day, he was drunk. So, what, you know what drinking does? Drinking strips away all the activities of a person's life or takes away the chashivas, of all your activities, and what remains behind is just you. You're pushing a you're existing. That's what happens when a person... Usually when we're in a, in a normal way of living, <coughs> who we are, our existence, is covered over and sort of disguised and, you know, sort of behind the scenes because, because there's so much kashivas to what we do. And we pay so much, so much mental effort and energy devoted to what we do to make sure that what we do is proper, that what we do is good, and so on and so forth. So we sort of... You know, who we are is behind the scenes. Comes Purim, and all that we do is already, like, completely... You can't pay attention to it. So all that's left to focus on is who the person is. That's why there's a Minig of of costumes, right? What's a costume? The original... I mentioned this by Shal Shudas to some of the guys, that the original Minig was not just to have a costume. Minig was to change costumes. Mm -hmm. To constantly change your costume. Because that's what Purim is. Purim is that who you... What you do insignificant. Now you're a cowboy, next moment you're a policeman. It's changing. It does make a difference. What's the Tzad HaShavah? Tzad hashavah is you. Tzad is you. Atzmi is. The essence. This is true by the Jewish people. And this is what Haman couldn't stand. Haman, Haman didn't just not like what we do. Haman couldn't stand the light. The, 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 the Jew- a Jewish person being alive. The, li- the livelihood, the livingness of the Jewish person. That's what he couldn't stand. What you do with your life, whatever. Le- living. This is true for the Jewish people. This is also true, you know, every single, the Jewish people are bound to Torah. Yiddishkeit is a reflection of who we are. The same thing it is with Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit, there's also two dimensions to Yiddishkeit. There's, there's a side of Yiddishkeit of what we do, of what we're supposed to do. And to figure out how a Jewish person is supposed to live with Yiddishkeit, we have two primary, we have two primary uh, uh, um, categories of Torah to instruct us how to live. There's was Tarashev and there's Tarashev and in terms of figuring out what to do, there is a certain structure. The first thing that we look at is Tarshav And Tarash tells us a very, you know, sort of basic outline of what we're supposed to do. And comes Tarsh with specific rules and regulations and ways of figuring out Tarshav then fills in all the blanks. So if, you're wanting, so if you want to focus on the, the, the doingness of Yiddishkeit, then we obviously, the two ways to figure out what to do as a Jew is teresh v'chsav, and teresh is number one, it's primary, and teresh is secondary because that's how we figure out what to do. You have to, you know, teresh v'alpeh is not coming out of nowhere, it's coming as an extension and as a commentary to teresh But that's all in terms of, of what Yiddishkeit looks like in a museum. You understand? So, in like in a museum, if you want to like figure out, you know, like going, you know, what did the Jewish people, you know, like by, by the enemy by World War II, So his his plan was, you know, and to have a museum of what the Jewish people were like, and what would be in the museum, Toshvuksav, and Toshvulpeh. So the, the Pusik would say don't or what's uh, a Priets Hader? There would be an esrig. That's a, that's what Jewish people used to do, but everyone knows. That that's all what Yiddishkeit looks like. But there's also a living, breathing Yiddishkeit. And a living, breathing Yiddishkeit is not just like, okay, the pasagah pre and then an esterik. What's the living, breathing Yiddishkeit? It's like what an esterik smells like, you know? And what it feels like after a few days of sukkahs. Like I give the example by Shaul Shudis. It's like in Chumash, it says it says that the Mon, by the pasik of the Mon, it says Hayyam three times. That's what it says in Chomesh. Comes Tarsh and Tarsh interprets that that means that you should have three meals on Shabbos. Yeah. That's all in a museum. But then there's the living, breathing essence of Yiddishkeit, what a Sudha Shabbos is about. Mm-hmm. What it looks like, what it feels like, what are the smells of and Kogel, right? Or... Uh, or the Sephardi version of that, and then and what and what is Shal Shuris? You know, when you speak to a Jew and you say, "I'm going to Shal Shuris, so th- th- that's not just another meal lunch. It's a, it's the essence. It's the, it's it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the it's the the heartbeat of Yiddishkeit. Right? You understand? I'm having a hard time explaining the words, but I think you understand. There's what it looks like in a museum, and then what it feels like when you live it, when it's a breathing, living organism. What's amazing is that although in terms of the museum of Yiddishkeit, it's first Tanakh, and then Tarsh Balpeh comes to fill in the blanks. But really, it's Tarsh Balpeh that, is, that, it, that really gives us the heart of Yiddishkeit. It, gives, it animates Yiddishkeit. It makes it something that's alive and breathing. Lahavda, lahavda of Take a look at the, other, at the nations of the world. The, the you know the, the kingdom of Esav that they believe in Tanakh but without Torah Shbala te. it's not they they would completely like everything about our lives as as religious Jews would be completely alien to them completely alien to them there's no Hasag. they know what Shabbos is what Pesach is what Yontiv I it's all in Tanakh Tanakh is a very good framework to begin to figure out what to do. But if you want to really identify which one, teresh v'ch'sav or teresh v'alpeh, which one captures the, the, the living, breathing, and uh, animated experience of Yiddishkeit, it's certainly teresh It's certainly teresh Because in teresh it's just basic texts and basic structures and all that. And if you're only focused on text and structures, okay, then teresh in you know, gives a little bit more dimension to that. But which section of Torah is capturing what? It, you know, the, the 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 smells of Yiddishkeit. That's Toshbalpe. That's Toshbalpe. And by the way, more than that. That's why Toshbalpe. Even after I mentioned this by Shal Shudas, Even after Rabbi Yudha Nasi gives us a heter to write down Toshbalpe, ter- it's still not written down, because even after writing down Toshbalpe with Shas and Shulchan that's just able to capture some of the structure and regulations and expanding some of the things that in Tarash B'chstav is left a little bit But un- But it's only in Tarshav that you actually know what to feel and feel like. So in Chumash it says I don't know what that means. So Tarshav so, B'alpeh there's one dimension of Tarshav which is just to give a little bit more of an, of an explanation of what Taitav mean. means. But, that's, but even that's not Tarshavah. What's real Tarshavah Peh is putting on tefillin, and what it feels like, and the smell of the leather for the first time. And like when the bar mitzvah boy is putting on tefillin for the first time, he knows, he's learned about tefillin, he knows the, how, what to do, but everyone knows, and everyone's seen it, when he put the tefillin on, when the boy puts it on it's, tefillin, it's completely uncomfortable, right? It's, it's a new thing, it's a different experience. So when we talk about Tarshavah Peh, there's always these two things. There's the the legalities, there's the structure, there's the technicalities of Torah, and in that sense, Tarsh B'Chsav is primary, and Tarsh Balpeh is secondary. If you're just trying to figure out what Taitafais mean, So, okay, so Tanakh begins the search, begins the the definitions, you have Taitafais, now Tarsh Balpeh begins to explain what Taitafais are. But that's all just the things that Yiddishkeit's about, but then there's the living, breathing essence of Yiddishkeit, in that way, Tarsh Balpeh captures the essence much more, much more. And really, from that perspective of experience of Yiddishkeit, the essence, the lifeblood, the, 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 the living, the, 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 the beating heart of Yiddishkeit, Tarshvalpeh is it. And Tarshvich is is, Sav is really just trying to capture Tarshvalpeh. You understand? So once you know what Yiddishkeit looks like, then you can go back to Tanakh and say, okay, fine, I see it there too. But the, the main body that captures Yiddishkeit is Tarshvalpeh. Take a look at Maromak number eight. We'll see. Let's go back, Mamush, for a few minutes just to tie this back into parm. This is from Sefer of Tzaddik in, in Pekid Ikrim, page thirteen. <laughs> Tzadik says like this: Vizel Pe. When we talk about Tarshbal Pe, she Ikr Hatira. This is a that's a, that's a that's a, a shocking line because if you ask someone what's the what's the main what's the Ikr what's the primary section of tairah, it's no other question. Tarsheval Pe, <coughs> because where is Tarsheval Pe working? If is working off of Tanakh. That's all true in terms of figuring out what words mean. <laughs> you understand what te'tafes means? So Tarsh is working off of the word taitafis in, in Tanakh. But which section of Torah is truly capturing the experience of Tefillin, the life of what Tefillin are? That's Tarsh That's Tarsh and and, and and understand, the meaning of this is is that when the Rabbanu is bringing Tefillin into our lives, the real place in which Tefillin are captured is really in Tarsh In terms of the museum of Yiddishkeit, Tanakh first, and then Tarsh The living, breathing essence of Yiddishkeit, it's Tarsh It's Tarsh So he says like this: O And that's what the Medrash says in Tanchuma, The Iker, Kreese, Briss, Al The main kavu, the main bond that Rabbanishlam has to the Jewish people is because of Tarsh Baal also says and the Yishalmi also says: That if you ask the Rabbanishlam, what part of Tart does he love more? Tarsh Baal Yerushalmi says the loves more Tarshval Peh than Tarshval Peh. Why? Because Tarshval Peh captures what Yiddishkeit is. Not just what, again, it's not just the process of figuring out what to do. What Yiddishkeit is. To figure out what to do, you have to start with Tanakh and then go to Tarshval Peh. But what is Yiddishkeit? The only way to really f- figure out what Yiddishkeit is, you have to go to Tarshval Peh. You have to go to You can't look you, to figure out what Yiddishkeit, to feel Yiddishkeit, to experience it. You can't be l- looking at it in such a cold way of like Tanakh, and then Tarshbol You have to first experience. You have to experience it in the world of Tarshbol and then you could go back and figure. You know, and, and, and you know, fill in the blanks with Tanakh. But Tarsh is is the, is the strata that captures the essence of Yiddishkeit, the liveliness of Yiddishkeit. Vahenu <laughs> the Tarsh of he noivleschach mel is the, way the, the way the 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 Rabbisalic puts it is that Tarshe B'Chsav is like dr- is like dripping from that higher wisdom of God. K'mashakas R'Yesh Rabba. That's the lesson. That's what the Medrash says. Av Tarshe Bal Pei Yamshachas Achachem Migufach Achachem Ol Yain. is the is the wisdom itself. In other words, if you're just trying to get drips from it. You're looking at it from the outside, just trying to figure out, you know, uh, the the cerebral uh, infrastructure. Then Tanakh first and then Tarsh But you want to experience the thing? That's in Tarsh So let's go back. What was Haman trying to get rid of? He wasn't trying to get rid of the museum. He wasn't trying to get rid of the way of of figuring out what Yiddishkeit looks like. Even his uh, descendant was okay with having a museum. And a museum would have, you know, you have the Tanakh, and then you have Tarsh Baal Peh to explain Tanakh. What bothered Haman, and what he couldn't stand, was the, ex- the life of the Jewish people. And by extension, the life of Tyra. And the life of Tyra is primarily found, and primarily captured by Tarsh Baal Peh. And so this is the great irony of Yiddishkeit. That if you're looking at it in terms of just, like sort of from the outside, museum, Tanakh is primary, Tarsh Peh is secondary. Because that's, that's what it is. You want, you want to know what the Tafas mean. So Tanakh introduces us to the word, Tarsh Peh explains more details. But if you want to experience Tfilin, and you want to know how to, how to really, truly capture what Tfilin are, not about Tfilin, but what Tfilin are, that's in the domain of Tarsh Peh. Tarsh Peh with all of its minhagim, with all of its with all of its experiences, that's a domain that really captures the essence of mitzvahs. And that's what Haman was trying to, trying to uh, get rid of. Therefore Purim is not just a celebration of our victory over Haman that we survived. By extension, it's also a Yontif that's celebrating the, the essence of Torah. Not just the things that we do, the museum of Torah. No, no, no. no. The, whole, the whole it was, it was trying to, what we're celebrating on Purim is the essence of Torah, the smell of Tefillin. What it feels like, you know, the, like, like the smell of a shul and aishan ar after all the clopping. That, that's tersh bal you understand? That's, 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 that's a living, breathing Yiddishkeit. That's not a museum deke Yiddishkeit. It's a living, breathing Yiddishkeit. That's what you want to capture. And that is the domain and the jurisdiction of tersh bal And only when you have that, when you experience aishan ar then you could go back to Tanakh and try to find it in Tanakh. So here's the irony. If you're just looking at it from the outside in, like an intellectual philosopher, or, you know, a PhD, whatever, so you have to go, you have to go you have Tanakh, and then Tarshbalpet. But if, you're, if you want to capture the essence of Yiddishkeit, the first place he goes is peh. And then you could go back to Tanakh to figure, out the second, to figure it all out. So let's go back. Nikram on Purim is trying to, Niskarim is trying to capture what Purim is about. And what is Purim about? Purim is not about celebrating what we do as a yid. Purim is celebrating the essence, the lifeline of what it smells like to be a yid, what it tastes like to be a yid, what Hashanah Rabbah feels like, what Shal means when we say Shal Shudas, not just a third meal, you understand? That's what we're trying to celebrate on Purim. Therefore, let's go back. The mitzvah of Megillah, it's true, Rebbein is right. Midaraisa, mid- the Tarsh Vichsav, is by the day. And Tarsh Balpeh, the Midrabbanan, is at night. But and therefore, in terms of museum, which is primary, primary is by the day; secondary is at night. But in terms of, of, of really capturing the essence of Yiddishkeit, capturing the essence of Yiddishkeit, really the essence of Yiddishkeit, first is really captured by the by the nighttime by midrabbonim, and the day. Is then after experiencing the Yiddishkeit of Tarshbaalpeh, then you could go back to find it in Tarshbaalpeh and find hints to it in Tarshbaalpeh. But the essence of Yiddishkeit is taka found in Tarshbaalpeh. Therefore, when it comes to perm, of all yom toivim, perm is a yantif that we, even though we acknowledge that Tanach, Tarshbaalpeh, is in a certain sense primary and Peh is secondary, but of all days, venahaprichu, perm is a yantif that we acknowledge. The, that in a certain sense, there's a primary quality to Darabonans over Daraisa. Because it's in Tarsh that the primary essence of Yiddishkeit, that the essence of Yiddishkeit is captured in more. is captured in more. And therefore, this idea of, of that the, that, the, that there's a certain chashivas that Darabonans have over Midaraisa, and to a certain degree, the Daraisa is trying to catch up to the, the Darabonans, right? And we sort of really understand what Yiddishkeit is from the Darabonans, right, from the from the Balpeh, and then we try to see, you know, to, to sort of find it in Tarsh Bech but the primary place to look for it is in Tarsh Peh. this resonates in Purim very, very strongly, and therefore, in the Halachas of Purim we have the following idea, that although, although it's taket shu, that the primary, that in terms of, in terms of Daraisa Darabonah, Daraisa is going to be by the day reading, and Darabonah is going to be by the night reading, but the Bnei HaYeshiva had a thought but since the holy of perm is what is to capture the essence of Yiddishkeit, to celebrate the essence of Yiddishkeit, which one captures the essence of Yiddishkeit? The essence of Yiddishkeit is really in Darabona, in Tarash Baal Peh. So therefore, even though technically, technically, Midaraisa, Midaraisa, it says to read the Megillah by the day, but once we have Darabona, and once we have Tarash Baal Peh giving us a living, breathing experience of Yiddishkeit, then that's, that's the Inyan. Then that's the Inyan. And everything else is commentary off of that. And this is where the Rambam is coming from. That although it's takut true midarais is by the day, Midraban is by the night, but even the darabon is really just coming to, w- once, you have, once you have the darabon, the darabon is, is the lifeblood of Yiddishkeit. That's the living, that's the essence, that's the smell of chont and kogel. When you have that, then even the daraisa is then just trying to, uh, to have, it has its context off of the darabon. So says the Rambam, you can make a shachiyon, you make a shachiyon at night. And that Shekhyonu takes care of the day. I during the day, is Midrisa. Purim, you have to think differently. Regular days of the year, so Dereisa is on top, and Darabonin is on the bottom. But when it comes to Purim, although we're not going to, you know, listen, at, there's still truth to that, that Darabonin is primary and Darabonin is secondary, but that's all when you're thinking of it museum, Dick. But when you're thinking of capturing the essence and celebrating the essence of Yiddishkeit, then it's There it's, it's Darabonins that capture the essence of Yiddishkeit. And therefore, dafka and perm, we have this idea that, despite the fact that the normal way of thinking is that the rice is ikker and the Rabbanan is tafel or is secondary, on perm it's dafka hapechu that it's the Rabbanans that, at some level, are primary and the is which are secondary. Therefore, dafka, the reading of the night, says the Rambam, although because it's only medrabbanon, because it's only medrabbanon. And you make a shachyon on that. That shachyon takes care of the, of the of the next morning's reading, which is the so, I the is more chashev. The is more chashev when you're talking about the museum of Yiddishkeit, when you're trying to figure out the technical details. But if you're trying to celebrate and capture the smell of Yiddishkeit, then the are the ikker. Derabanans are the ikker, and whatever you're making the bracha on, on a rabbanon, automatically the derisa is going to be secondary to that. And so this is what's going on over here, that, we, that there's two ways to engage in the relationship of Tarsh Vich with Tarsh Balpeh, just to sum it all up very simply. If you're engaging, if you're trying to, again, if you're trying to just figure out the, the structure of Yiddishkeit, like what I'm calling like the museum of Yiddishkeit, then the infrastructure is Tarsh Vich first, Tarash Balpeh second. But if you're trying to capture and celebrate the essence of Yiddishkeit, the smell of Yiddishkeit, what the mitzvah is, not just how to perform it, but what does it feel, what is it, That then the, then the, then the, then the, the relation of a sav v'chsav, tarish v'alpeh, becomes v'nahapichu. Tar- tarish becomes the primary place, and tarish sav becomes the secondary place. And so throughout the days of the year, we're always, again, just like we don't get drunk throughout the, whole, the days of the year, so our modus operandi, our, our way of interfacing with the world, and our way of interfacing with Yiddishkeit, is more of this structural museum, almost, way of thinking, which is, what am I supposed to do? Well, in that case, Tarshav Sav is primary, and Tarsh Echzav is secondary. But there's one day of the year where we get drunk. There's one day of the year where everything we do is completely irrelevant, and the only thing we focus on is the smell of Yiddishkeit. That's why the Gemara says, Allashem, Chay Vinish L'Besume B'Purya, right? You have, to, you have to smell intoxicated on Purim. not intoxicated. Be intoxicated, no. Because smell is one of those one of those senses that, you, like, what is it? You have to experience it. It's just... It's an atmosphere. It's an atmosphere. Everything else is a zach. Whatever you see with your eyes, it's an object. Whatever you taste was an object. A smell is because of something around you, an atmosphere that encompasses you. That's what a smell is. Hopefully it's a good smell. But smell means that you're picking up on an atmosphere around you. There's an atmosphere of Yiddishkeit. There's an atmosphere at filling. There's an atmosphere of what it means, and that's something that's only captured in Tarshav Baal Peh. And Tarshav Sav is trying to catch up to it. Tarshav Sav is trying to give words to it. But the place to capture the smell of Yiddishkeit is Tarshav Baal Pe. And Purim is a day that we celebrate the smell of Yiddishkeit. Therefore, although, again, although the reading of the Megillah by the day is technically primary in terms of Daraisa said but when we celebrate Purim, the holding of Purim is, the only of Purim is to celebrate the smell of Yiddishkeit, and the smell of Yiddishkeit is primarily midra- by the Darabonans, and the Tarash the Daraises, are trying to catch up to that. Therefore, again, that's why, although Rabbi is right, that, that the primary reading of the is by the day, but the Bnei HaYeshiva realized, when it comes to Purim, that maybe the Darabonan replaces the Darais. because the holding of Purim is trying to capture the smell of Yiddishkeit, and the smell of Yiddishkeit is not in Tanakh, the smell of Yiddishkeit is in Tarash and that we say, no, hold your horses, we're not replacing Tarashe Sav, but you are right, B'nei Ha'yeshiva, you are getting to the point, which is that Purim is celebrating the smell of Yiddishkeit, the essence, the feel, the, the, the atmosphere, that's Taka in Tarashe B'chisav so much. Arka Dei that the Rambam agrees to but the Shekhi Yonah that you stay at night, Taka takes care of the Shekhi by the day. Why? Because the day in museum world is primary. In Purim, the day is secondary because Tana Tarashbel Peh captures the essence and Tanakh is trying to catch up to it to give a framework to it. But the essence is Taka in Tarashibal Peh. And that's what's going on over here, by the way, just to explain one other point, then we'll end I'm sorry I'm going late. But one one other Nikuda is in Ravena Tam that the primary thing is reading by the day, so why taka why taka would the Dirabanan come first? Right? If it, if if the nighttime is secondary, then you make the secondary after the primary. Why, why, would, why, would, why would it precede it? The answer is because, again, it's hinting to this, to this point. In museum world, t- Tanakh is primary, Tershbal is secondary. But Purim really is hinting to us something else. And in terms of the smell of Yiddishkeit, the atmosphere of Yiddishkeit, Tershbal is actually primary. And therefore, what looks like something as secondary is in truth primary. V'na-ha-pe-chu. So the nighttime reading in Pneum in terms of what perm is really celebrating, is Taka primary. Tarshbal Peh, over Tarshbal tarshbal Sav, Chavivim Dever Seifim, Yosem Yenishal Tair, okay? Rizaycha to, uh, Taka, to celebrate and to taste and to smell of that smell of Yiddish properly. Yashikach.